and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Friday to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Darren McFarland and Justin McFarland, hence the name The McFarland Show. Yes, sir. We're pretty smart here on this show. We try to be. After days and days of deliberating, we came out of the room. Yes, not far from here. And we just said, I think we found our name. It's The McFarland Show. There it is. And um, there was a lot of worthy candidates there was a list of one and uh we narrowed down to <laughs> well it was only a list of one but we came away with the mcfarland show and it made sense the, it, the it name, really did the name we liked other than this one had trademark problems that we could not we did not think we could overcome yeah so we decided not to even climb that mountain. we were going to pay for it yeah so we decided just to Settle just with to the, settle you with the Mc- settle which with is the a which is show. a great name yeah it's a I great mean, it's, name so we have settled yes for the McFarland show Devlin is not a McFarland he is alongside too he's a cousin he's a McKenzie I'm sure Devlin is already working on the name of his show when his time comes well there is not a McKenzie show that I know of not yet and if he does he even know of another McKenzie in this market I I wouldn't think so do you know another McKenzie no in this market am I supposed to. Well, no, I'm just, it's just, if oh, you no did, no. you could reach out and say, hey, have you thought about a, a McKinsey show? I could. You're right. But <laughs> but you're still searching. I'll start, yeah, I'll start, I'll start doing some digging. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, start thinking about it. I'm sure, honestly, there's another McKinsey in this town. I just hope you like sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're assuming it's a guy. Maybe, maybe a girl. Hey. He or know? she, yeah. Yeah. He or she. Know? There we go. We'll, uh, we'll keep working on that. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of things to get into. We're going to sit back, have a little fun, talk with you. By the way, wide open this hour if you want to jump in there and talk with us. 615-844-5600 is how you can get in touch with us. We are also visible today. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you want to watch us, we've cleaned up. We've showered and everything. Yes. Deodorized. Yes. And we're in good spirits. Chris Sanders forever titans wide receiver will join us at three o'clock so we'll talk about the moves that have been made again Rand carthen was so exhausted on wednesday mm-hmm. i i think he took today off too i think i haven't seen any activity it's been very quiet the last two days i, I have not either although at this time i would think is more time for for strategy for the next move i think you know there's lots of things happening behind the scenes that at some point we will see the uh, manifestation thereof, but right now, no. Aaron Rodgers has come out of his dark room. Yes. And he has surfaced and said he is close to making a decision. Well, good for him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, don't you – wouldn't you love to know what was in the head of Aaron Rodgers sitting in the dark for four days? No, no, I nah, wouldn't. Actually, me either. No, I don't want to know. Yeah, me either. Um, it seems like a scary place. His head, four days of darkness. You know, if he wants and to, no distractions. If he wants to surprise us by coming out and saying that he's retiring, that that would you know th- that would be something. I I just do not no. believe that under any way, shape, or form. Like why? Why? It, it just makes it makes no sense. No, it, that that will not be the news. 
you, I think you, you, we, we touched on it briefly we yesterday. Did. And there's this Tom Brady dude that also retired. Yeah. And so he probably doesn't, you know, want to go out because then they'll have the five year window and then yeah. Canton's going to call. And yeah. So he'd probably maybe like to do it on his own platform because Tom Brady will be the big name in yes. five years. Yes. He will be the attraction. Yes. And I just thinking out loud, I, I kind of feel like, I mean, just my gut feeling that Aaron Rodgers thinks highly of himself. Yes. Um, he does love him some Aaron Rodgers, I would think. Let's just guess. Yeah. Just maybe throwing that, that he out would there. want his own that day. That he would kind of want his own day. And own not really day of share, Jubilee. Yes, yes. That Aaron Rodgers would also be the big attraction. That he right? will share with other Hall of Famers, just, you know, but he'll, not he as be, Hall of Fame-ish as him. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a little bit – the light will be a little bit brighter on him. Yes. Possibly. Yeah, which he cannot get that if he decides to hang it up right now and go in with, with TB12 uh, because he's got to be first ballot. I mean, he just has to be. Yeah. He's first ballot. But Tom will have the brighter lights. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anybody going win with Todd with, – with Tom, rather. You know, it, it may be one of those years where it's just Tom Brady and a bunch of veterans – who are thrilled to be there regardless <laughs> because anybody anybody else going in with Tom Brady is, you know, oh, you were the Tom Brady class. They're a passenger. Yeah. That day. They just are. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. You're going into the Hall of Fame, so – It's very cool. You're you're wearing the gold jacket. Yeah. But, yeah, you're, you're going to be a passenger. Yeah. In the car that day. Just the way it is. Yeah. That's just what it is. So we'll wait and see. And there's sixty million dollars. I mean, at stake. So that doesn't hurt that's either. That's probably another reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I feel again. I feel very the confidence level today as I'm just throwing this stuff out there mm-hmm. is at a pretty at a, at a high. It's, okay. it's it's high. It's at a premium. Okay. <laughs> and my confidence again tells me there's no job, no Joe Schmo job out there that's going to pay him sixty million dollars. No. Next year. I mean, I'm just again thinking out loud. No, his own podcast is no. not going to do it. No, his own brand of whatever it is—barbecue no. sauce, cheese, whatever he's selling—none of that is going to get him sixty million next year. None it, of it. It is not. He could have his own, like you said, his own podcast. He can get uh, uh, you know a gambling site to get on board. He's still not going to net sixty mil. No, not next year. So he probably should just play. Now the question is where. Where is he going to play? That is huge. And it seems like everybody thinks AFC, right? Because the Packers have no interest in keeping him in the conference. Yeah. And that's logical. It it would seem, you know, from conventional thinking that Derek Carr is coming to the NFC and Aaron Rodgers is going to the AFC. Yeah. That's what it would seem. You know, and then everybody else will get in line after those two dominoes fall, wherever they're going to fall. Then we'll figure out the rest of it. Then we'll figure out, you know, the Baker Mayfield and the Zach Wilsons and, you know, Ryan Tannehill possibly and anybody else on the move. But they, those two seem to be the two, now that Tom Brady's gone, those two seem to be the two big ones. And then everybody else is just trying to get in line after that. Like if we can't get Derek Carr, if we can't get – uh, Aaron Rodgers, then then here's plan you know C, D, E, and F that we're going to do. Did you see the report out there that Russell Wilson was trying to get Carroll and Snyder out I did. in Seattle? I did. Of course, he's denying it. Shocking. Sure. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Russ. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean. 
Listen, you asking for what you want, okay? Well, he did, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't traded. work out for him, but, you know, <laughs> he's just asking for what he wants. He he thinks they're the problem. They think he's the problem. Power struggle. You know, somebody stays, everybody else goes. I mean, it's just the way it, it, you get to a point. You just get to a point. And they got to that point. And Russ decided, all right, then, well, you know, we, we can't continue on like this. And, you know, he asked for whatever, and, and the ownership decided we're going to stay with Pete Carroll. I think it's an interesting play because if you go down that path, once you make that play, there is no gray area. There is no middle ground. No. It is either they're going to comply and yeah. you're going to win, and the head coach and the GM are going bye-bye, or you're going bye-bye. Yeah. Like, you no longer can coexist. No. It's over. No. It's over for somebody. Yeah. And in this case, it was him. So, you know, and, and he went on to Denver, and we'll see what happens. Pete Carroll stayed. Uh, his team, you know, they made the playoffs. You know, they didn't get far, but, you know, it didn't seem like the fall off was quite as steep for them after Russell Wilson went to Denver. Uh, and it cost Denver a lot to get him there. So... You know, in, in the end, it looks like Seattle's leadership or ownership uh, made the right call, it would seem. Nobody saw Geno Smith having the year he had. No one. No. I don't even think Geno's mom and dad did. I really don't. You know? I literally don't think there was anybody. Not even his family members. No. Everyone was surprised. And and, and to and for Geno, you know, it happened at a great time for him. It's a contract year. And the problem he's going to have is – convincing somebody that he that he's really this good, uh, that he's not just a flash here, that he can really go out and keep doing yeah. this. Which I would say, again, just me thinking out loud, my guess is they'll be, you know, a step back next season. I so, I can't imagine him duplicating that or better. Because he I would mean, truly be one of – very, very, very few cases we've ever had in NFL history of a case study like this. A guy who's been nothing but a journeyman and just uh, uh, you know, average quarterback at best. And then in year what? What what year is this now I, in the league? I uh, mean, it's got to be eight, eight or nine or eight, ten. Eight, yeah. nine, whatever. Yeah. Coming up on a decade. And then kaboom, just turns into this really, really good starter in year nine or ten. How many examples uh, of that do we have? Not not a lot. I mean, the the first guy that comes to mind like that is a guy that's very closely tied uh, to the Music City Miracle, and that is Doug Flutie uh, comes to mind as a guy who uh, was a journeyman. He was told he was too short. He ended mm -hmm. up going to Canada. Yep. Complete write-off. Went to Buffalo, caught fire, led the Bills all the way to the playoffs, then Buffalo would start doing weird things at the end of the year, and the Music City miracle happens, and, you know. And he didn't play that game. He did not, which is still, to me, one of the most amazing things in NFL history. It really is. Uh, and, and a lot of people forget about it. I'm sure the people in Buffalo haven't forgotten about it. Um, but that team, that year, the 99 Bills, very quickly, for those of you who may not know what I'm talking about at all, the 99 Bills were led most of the season at quarterback by Doug Flutie. 
they got they secured their playoff. And Darren can correct me if I've got the history all fuzzy here, but it's my understanding or my remembrance they clinched the playoff, you know, uh, spot going into the last week of the season. They decided to rust arrest rather Doug Flutie and see what they had in this very tall, uh, lengthy, strong-armed quarterback named Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson played the last year of the, of the last game of the season and was lights out. 300-yard game, touchdowns, I mean, just completely, you know, great game. They decided, you know what? We're going to roll with Rob Johnson in the playoff game next week in Tennessee. Well, Doug Flutie won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would you see Rob Johnson last week? We're going to roll with Rob Johnson in the playoff game. Oh, okay. Playoff game happens. Music City Miracle happens. And if you go look, everybody, if you go find the original raw footage of the Music City Miracle out there somewhere, it's on YouTube. After they score the touchdown, after the game is over, you will see Doug Flutie trotting to the sideline, and he has a little bit of a smirk on his face. (laughs) Well, I'm sure he had... Thoughts that he did not reveal that week, right? Yeah. That had to have been a weird, weird spot for him to be in. Speaking of a weird spot, I was also reading this. There is today, there's a lot of whispers going around the league. And I don't think this is any groundbreaking news. I really don't. Okay. That a lot of scouts and people tied to the league are saying, I think Ezekiel Elliott is done. His legs are done. Oh, you mean done like that? Yeah. Yeah. Look, he hadn't been the same running back in years. Yeah, that much is true. Tony Pollard was way better than him this year. Yeah. Wasn't even close. Now, can Tony Pollard be his own guy, right? Like, how many times have we seen that in the league, especially at the receivers? Like, the number two is really, really good until the two becomes the one. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, where'd you go, man? Oh, wait a minute. I get the best defenders and they're game planning for me. Huh. So maybe I'm not a one. Maybe I'm better as the second option. Yeah. And maybe Tony Pollard is that, but Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been running hard for a long time. No. He goes down easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. This has been going on for years. Yeah. And so could he be done or could he just need a change of scenery or – a different way to be used in an offense, maybe. I don't know. It's just weird it's that hard position. To say. Man, it's it happens oh, yeah. sometimes so oh, fast. Oh man. It's like one day you're here and the next minute you're done. It's see ya. It's hard. You just lose it. It happens. It's nobody's fault. You just wake up one day and you and you and listen, <laughs> men in your twenties and thirties, let me let me knock on the door for you a second, okay? Enjoy the vitality <laughs> because you're going to wake up one day and it's just not going to be there. Whatever that it is, <laughs> trust me, you know, uh, for people on the other side of 40 and 50, we can tell you that you're going to wake up one day and it's just not going to be there no more. That's what people have told us. So we have to believe the sources that have told us that. Yeah. yeah. People we trust. Yeah. That, I, I trust myself. You know, oh. I, I'm a firsthand witness. Oh. You know, you okay. wake up one day and, and you're fine. The next day you go and you just don't know what happened. 
you know. So, it, listen, and, and it happens in all of sports. We've seen quarterbacks fall off the table. We've seen pitchers just fall off the map because your velocity isn't there anymore. One day it's 98. The next week it's 94, uh, kickers? 93. Kickers? Ki- oh, boy. Hmm. Kickers get the yips or they, can't they just can't hit it. anymore. It's gone. And it's and once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm going to do a special diet and workout, and I'm going to no, not you, not on a consistent basis. You can't do it anymore. And so Ezekiel Elliott, may, clearly from what we have seen, he has not been the same guy in years. And is that same guy still in there? A lot of people would think he's not. Again, so. not a lot of proof that new scenery. All of a sudden, back to the old running back. That's not usually how it works. Not typically. No. No. Well, sad news that we learned before the show. A friend of the show, somebody that we root for, looks like he has been shown the door. We'll tell you who we're talking about. Also, your phone calls are welcome at 844-5600. 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next here on Nashville Sports Radio. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the Paradigm Woods and Irons. The Paradigm Woods are engineered with forged carbon to have unparalleled distance and forgiveness. The Irons feature a high-strength forged face for increased launch, speed, and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Unmatched expertise. Unmatched service. 
Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I just saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Thank you, big voice guy. Back here on the McFarland Show on this Friday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day so far. 615-844-5600. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to Nolansville. It's a nice city. Tony is standing Mm -hmm. by. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, You know, if callers... Thank you for saying that, by the way. Thank you. Yes, sir. If uh, there was some listeners just happened to be scanning the dial and come up on that introduction of the McFarland show, how it come about, they wouldn't really know that it was possibly... They would think it was a soap opera debate, not knowing that one of the McFarlands is a gentleman that gives out traffic and directional every and each and every day on the TV. And another journalist was one that at one time created, don't be that guy, this is what I know. And the other one was... Um, what was the other one? Don't be that guy, just what I know. You and, just made uh, the list. You just made the list. There you go. <laughs> and if you've been here long enough, you remember four questions, which we did I for a long, yes, long did. time and very, very successful run. Now it's been yes, packaged on another station, the same exact concept with a different name, but I digress. That is true. So it's uh, what a great show. And if you're tuning in, I hope they're enjoying it as much as I do each and every, every day. Uh, guys, there was a... Uh, Coach, and this is who y'all might have been alluding to, Kermit Davis, got showed the door down at Ole Miss. I was hoping he'd get another year in, but uh, they they were not going wait around another year. I think they said they had seen enough, and uh, they gave him the door, uh, showed him the door. So hopefully he'll he'll come out all right. I know he come out all right uh, financially and that type of thing, but. Uh, what a great guy. He's a good coach. He's a good guy. Well, well liked down in the state of Mississippi with all the playing. So, uh, but uh, I heard that earlier today. I don't know if that's who. Uh, yeah, well, that's. Y'all were yeah, thank you for the, the. So that was the tease. Uh, and, uh, and Kermit Davis has indeed uh, been let go at Ole Miss, and we hate it because we're obviously huge fans of Kermit Davis. He's a great guy. He's a really, really good basketball coach. 
And Justin asked me an interesting question before the show, and so I'll I'll throw it your way and just see how you answer it. Justin, well, I'll let you. Why I'm not going to speak for you. You it tell right, tell, right. tell everybody the question you asked. Listen, me. I was just trying to figure out after hearing that Kermit Davis had been let go. When is the last time Ole Miss was really good at basketball? When's the last time they had a really good basketball program? And the reason I was asking that, Tony, is because it would seem to me from the outside looking in that being the head basketball coach at Ole Miss is a tough job. It's not exactly jumping to mind as a great basketball program. So that I'll would seem to be a tough deal. Year they had a good team. Yes, sir. They won the SEC tournament with a point guard mm. that was pretty damn good, but he was a hothead. Who and what was his name? name? What was his name, Wait Tony? That uh, I can see him. <laughs> he, he, he starts the crowd up. A little shave head, dude. I know. Marshall Henderson, wasn't it? Henderson transferred to about two or three different schools. Yep, yep. I him. think it was Marshall and Henderson. And Justin, and, uh, where did I start? <laughs> that's where you started. Yeah, that's where I started. That's where you started. <laughs> so two thousand. Uh, you know that would have been what too. Adam Kennedy and yeah, Adam Kennedy. Marshall Henderson, the, those guys. That's correct. That's where I started. And uh, and I also but, said Rod uh, Barnes was a really, really good coach. Don't forget, for go. Let's go back the way back. I know the SEC men's basketball tournament here. This is their new home, which is great. It always wasn't the home. It was in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome. Right. But remember, in two thousand, I think that's right. Again, I was doing all this. Off the top of my head, I believe it was Rod Barnes and that Ole Miss team got to the championship game here at Bridgestone Arena, which it wasn't Bridgestone Arena at the time, and they played Kentucky in the championship game. And that's when they had a defense that was just ferocious. Mm-hmm. They would get after it. Was, it wasn't the 40 minutes of hell of Nolan Richardson, but it was one defense that would everybody was face up on everybody. I remember that. You're right. Very good, Darren. Very good. And, uh, guys, one other thing. I want to change avenues on you here. Y'all were talking the other day about the pro day stuff. That, uh, not the pro day, but the combine. I think that's going – I think it's – sadly for Eric, we know Eric's the NFL guru uh, that calls in, but uh, I think they ought to do away with it, with them having all these pro days that they have at these universities, they've seen them at the college all-star football games, uh, particularly the senior bowl down there. And then some of these players, don't they have their own set-aside days? Sometimes that they go out and uh, perform in front of the, the scout? Well, typically you go to your school and do a pro day uh, at your school. But, yeah, I mean, have have people done that? Yeah. Yeah, I I could be honest. I was shocked at, to to read that. I I don't see it going away at all. I was really stunned. It has turned into a spectacle. Mm-hmm. If anything, the combine has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I I just see no scenario where it goes. Away. I mean, honestly, I would be floored if it mm-hmm. went away. But that's just me. Darren. Didn't they used to rotate that? site to site, nope. and now it's set nope. in Indianapolis. No, it's nope. been in Indianapolis for decades. It's been in Indy. For for been in Indy. Uh, right. I thought they rotated it. it no, was. I think they sell really uh, good underwear in Indianapolis, so they have the underwear party there. <laughs> That's good. Um, 
I don't know if y'all saw this today, but uh, there's word out there that John Harbaugh is going to hire Willie Taggart. I didn't see that. As his new running backs coach at the Ravens. Huh, didn't see that. I thought Willie Taggart. That's supposed to be taking place uh, sometime today or so. So that that would be interesting. Let me ask you one other thing, then we'll get off here. I was talking, going back to Kermit and his situation at Ole Miss. And we've been talking highly of Vanderbilt, Dak House, and how well they've been playing. But going into next year, if they don't make the NCAA tournament this year, and I think it's a foregone conclusion they're not. I still, um, I'm a fan still holding on to the last, not the rope that they can slide in there. But, uh, but it's, I mean, they're going to have to win and win four out of the next five or six games. Uh, but even if they don't, next year, isn't that some pressure on Stack to get this team in the NCAA tournament? We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Tony, thank you for the phone call, and have a great weekend, as always. All right, so we're, let's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say that they're, they're not getting in the tournament this year. Okay. Okay, so that is tournamentless since yes. he's been the head coach. Yeah. What would you – what is your, next year, year four? Five next year is year five. Okay, so what, in your opinion, would next year be for Jerry Stackhouse? Well, it depends on what the expectations are. All these games, or all these jobs, I should say, any job is up to the expectations of a particular fan base. I mean, honestly, that's that's what it is. So there are some fans who don't care if their team doesn't go to the NCAA tournament. They don't they don't ever have to go. They're fine. There's some fan bases that, you know, bowl games aren't that big of a deal. Um, you know, as long as they have a good time or they're competitive or whatever. Vanderbilt, I would suspect their organization or their uh, school would want their team to get into the NCAA tournament on a more regular basis than they have been. If that is the expectation, if that's what you're paying Jerry Stackhouse for, then the fact that he hasn't been there since he's gotten here, has got to be a bit of a disappointment. So, being being with that said, if he doesn't get in next year, could he be in danger of losing his job? Will the pro with the school decide to go in a different direction, as they call it? Yeah, I think they would, um, especially since the GM that is the GM, sorry, the AD. I was like, what? <laughs> wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong sport, wrong title. Same thing though. The AD who is there now did not hire Jerry Sackhouse. So she would get the opportunity to go hire the basketball coach that she would want and put her own stamp on the program. And she's a basketball player herself, was mm-hmm. she not? Yes. Oh, yes. So Very much so. Very much so. So you think she might know a few people interested in being the head basketball coach for the Commodores? I, I would think anybody – in an AD position, should know people that would want to be a head basketball coach at an SEC but, school. But especially her, being that basketball is her background. Um, and, you know, I think that's something she might think about quite a bit and maybe something she really wants to do. Now, can you just go anywhere and find a 70-year NBA veteran who wants to coach? No, no, they aren't everywhere exactly. Um, but, you know, could you go find a more traditional head coach, somebody uh, who's – uh, a little bit more steeped in the college game than Jerry Stackhouse was, then yeah, yeah, I, I would say you could go do that. And 
Um, and and maybe and who knows what the results will be, but I think they will go in that direction. I have been on record for a long, long time, and I, nothing's changed. Vanderbilt should be better at basketball. Vanderbilt should be really good at basketball. There's no reason why Vanderbilt should not be really, really good at basketball, in my opinion. I've always said this. I don't understand it. They have a gym, a great atmosphere, that if you give them a winning product, they will show up, and it creates a very, very hostile environment to go in and try to win in. Yeah. Okay, night in and night out. We've seen that over the years. And it's just you need less in basketball than you do other sports. Yeah. Tim Corbin has turned Vanderbilt baseball into a powerhouse. You need way more players to be successful in baseball than you do basketball. You know this, Justin. Yeah. I'm not telling you sure. or the listeners anything they don't know. Yeah. You, one or two guys can literally change a program. Oh, yeah. And your trajectory for the year mm -hmm. in basketball. Sure. You get one or two dudes. Yeah, you don't need a whole lot. You, you don't need eight guys that no. are, you know, first ballot. This isn't football. You don't have to rebuild. First team First team preseason. You don't have to rebuild entire offensive and defensive lines. You know, because the rebuilding of lines in football, you need six, like seven football guys. Football is, you know, a completely different You need animal. six, seven guys. You don't need that. Vanderbilt here. should be way better at basketball. So, with that being said, they, they've been not good enough for too long, to, in my yeah. opinion. Okay? They should be, and for all the people out there that, you know, wanted Kevin Stallings gone, I mean, okay, that's fine. Right, here we go. Well, how's it look since he's been gone? Yeah. How much? How much Vanderbilt basketball been talked about Not since he's all. been gone? Not at all. Well, a lot of it's been talked, and it hasn't been. You know, no. it's been, and we know Bryce Drew got in. The guy yeah. in the players, but unfortunately, yeah. they all got hurt, and so yep. we never got to see yep. Garland and all them play out. I don't need to go back to revisionist history. We all know it if you've been here. They tried the homegrown product. Yeah. They tried, you know, the outsider. You know, now we're in the former NBA player. You know that you know, but I, I've said this about Jerry Stackhouse. I've been on the record saying this on this show five months in. I think Jerry Stackhouse can coach. He is not a ball roller. The guy can coach, but at some point he's also got to take the program to the next level. Yeah, and so there's there is a missing ingredient. I suspect it's recruiting. I, I guess to me. If you're Jerry Stackhouse and you have the clout that he has and you're a head coach in the SEC and you're in the hottest market in the SEC, to me, the dudes should be playing at Memorial Gym. And now they can't meet the academic standards. Dudes should be playing at Memorial Gym. They can't meet the academic standards, Darren. Then No, they're not going to be there. Well, we've had dudes come through here before yeah. and play at the next level. Yeah. No, we have. But they, they I'm saying if there's anybody who could find those guys that also can get in, it should be Jerry Stackhouse because people should want to come to play for Jerry Stackhouse. Guy played in the NBA for 17 years. Oh, yeah. He's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. We all remember him going back to college. Oh, yeah. He played at a big school. North Carolina. Yeah. Not AT&T. AT no. AT did I just say AT&T? Yeah, you did. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> North Carolina A&T. Nothing not against play. them. He was not an Aggie for North Carolina A&T. <laughs> No disrespect to how's the, the Wi-Fi at North Carolina AT and T. Uh, I, I don't know. No. I'm sure it's. I fine. suspect it's good. I I, I don't. They I don't probably think, have fiber. The problem is I don't think the school exists. No. So there's a North Carolina A and T. You're saying they don't even have a gym? Yeah, agriculture. Yeah, tech, no, don't worry about it. Just continue on. He's got. There's a missing ingredient. 
okay, and he's got to take the next step because I think the guy can coach. I think they like him being the coach. They've got to start making tournament appearances. They just do. Now, I don't know to answer your question. I don't know because I don't know what Candace Lee thinks. I don't know either. Now, I just heard Greg Pogue yesterday, I think it was yesterday morning, just say a little birdie told him, this is what he said on the show yesterday. Okay. That a little birdie told him that apparently the new president wasn't very happy after that Alabama game and that maybe there was a coming to Je- He suggested that maybe okay. there was a coming to Jesus meeting over there. Again, this is just what I heard Greg Pogue on these airwaves say, I think yesterday morning on the Greg and John show. The new president at Vanderbilt, uh, whose name escapes me right this second, or the chancellor, as they call him. The they chancellor. Call, they call the, the president the of Vanderbilt is okay. the chancellor. Gotcha. He has been very aggressive about wanting to raise and change the branding of the school. Yep. The brand new logo uh, that came out that, you know, some people had uh, some questions chancellor about. Chancellor is that it? I believe, yes, sir. I'm not, I'm not even looking at it. No, anything. no, no. I think yeah. that's what it is, I think right? that's what it is. Yes, sir. He changed the logo when he got there and when he gave his explanation for it. He says he wanted it to be as recognizable as any other logo across all of sports. He says when you look at the, and this is the example he gave, when you look at the Harvard H, everybody knows it's the Harvard H. Sure. If he, that's if what he, thinks he said. That, I, I, he's, that's what he he's said. He's hanging around different out people. Out of his mouth. Okay? I know, but he's hanging around different people yes. than everybody else. All because I got is, news for him. That's a horrible example. It is, but that's what he said. Because people out on the street that you're trying to get in your gym or trying to get to your stadium, <laughs> if you show them the Harvard H, they are going, oh, yeah, Harvard. Yeah, sure. I was, Iconic. We were all looking Iconic. at it like. Sure. What, man? All right, then. Um, he wants to be. He has made it. Very clear that he wants to be fantastic, that he wants the school to be a fantastic and great brand out in the community here. And so him saying something like, I wasn't happy getting beat 101 to 44. Yeah, I bet he wasn't because that's not the shiny example he wants to set. So if he's starting to speak about things like that or starting to let his AD know that he's not happy about things like that, then yeah, that that can bring change pretty fast yeah. if if he is in tuned uh, with that kind of a thing. I think Jerry is the guy, but there is, again, the missing ingredient that I'm not around the program on a daily basis to know. I just don't know. And I suspect it's probably the recruiting aspect because I think the guy can coach. Mm-hmm. I'll continue to say it. He's not a ball roller with a with a nice name, right, that we all know. No. That's me. That's me. You don't have to agree with me. Yeah. That That's just me. So I think then he's missing some dudes, like guys yeah. that change the game. Yeah, because you don't have them. Right? Not, not guys that, that can take over yeah. a game. No. Guys where he, he doesn't have to have everything go right for them to win. Yeah. Or if, even if they have an off night, they're still good enough to beat Average or below average teams. No. Even if you have an off night against LSU, you still win that game because you're just flat out more talented than them, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah that, that's what I think he's missing. Oh, yeah. No, so it's really have. up to him to, to do that because I think he can coach. But, yeah, they got to get to the tournament, man. It's oh, yeah. it's inexcusable mm-hmm. for Vanderbilt not to be in the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. For this long. And it's gone way too long. Because we, we think 2016, 17? 
was the last year? 15, 16? Uh, it's been so long I can't even remember. It's been a while. It's been too long. All right, we'll come back. More phone calls on the other side. Clay, we'll come out with you. 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing. Your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. of National Sports Radio, WNSR Skyscan Forecast. Today is going to be mostly cloudy with a chance for a shower the high 54. Clouds and a few showers for tonight and Saturday. Low tonight 46, Saturday's high 58. Sunday cloudy with a couple of showers, the high 68. Utilizing the resources of the Wildebunk Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR the Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. 
Okay, before we get back to the phones, let's hear. This was October of this past year. So back in the fall, mm-hmm. Chancellor Deermeyer at Vanderbilt made this comment about their logo. Yes. We want to be truly, authentically ourselves. We do not want to look over our shoulders what others are doing. We're going to pay attention to what they're doing, but we want to do what is right and appropriate and the right direction for Vanderbilt. And sometimes I think in our past, we have been too worried about what others are thinking about it, us. And you know, when people talk about the Harvard of the South, we're done with that, okay? <laughs> we want to be... We want to lead and we want to do it in the context of all the challenges that we have in higher education. We want to do it with purpose and, with, and faithfully connected to that and mindful of what makes Vanderbilt special. Okay, so apparently it wasn't in that clip and I apologize. He also went on to say that when you see that Vanderbilt V, he wants it to be as identifiable as you just heard him mention Harvard there, as that Harvard uh, H is, is what he ended up saying. Again, no disrespect. Chancellor Deermeyer is hanging out with different people than his fan base and the people that are becoming to their games. Nobody looks at Harvard's H as iconic, okay? Unless you're running around in the circles he's running around in, in my opinion. I I have never heard anybody been doing sports for a long time. I have never heard anybody say, you know, how do we compete with the Harvard H? I've I've never heard that said in my lifetime. Now people could say, well, maybe you hang around, you know, with people that wouldn't have a clue where even Harvard is. Well, maybe so. I don't know, but I've been doing this for a long time, and you know, I've talked to a lot of sports fans from all over the world, and I've never heard anybody say, what about that Harvard H? You know, listen. For our listeners, uh, he, I promise he's you. He's just – that sounds to me like somebody that's completely out of touch with his fan base. I, I will absolutely find that clip in our 3 o'clock hour. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Let's go to Clay. I'm sorry. He's been waiting a long time. Clay, I apologize. Hey, boys. How we doing today? Well, a little – obviously a little fired up. Clay, what do you think about the new V? What do you think? I'm not crazy about it. Um – uh, Justin, you're going to, you're going to, you know, you and I are kind of just beginning a radio relationship. Yes, sir. I would love, I would love to meet you sometime. Of course, sir. I have, I have met your brother. Okay. Uh, Dar- Darren and I have a, you know, kind of a, a past. I think you would remember mm-hmm. my face there. Yep. Um, but you know, I'm more of a star V guy, but what I am mm. Justin is my dad got two degrees, including a law degree from Vanderbilt University. I wasn't smart enough to go to Vanderbilt University. I didn't want to study hard enough to go to Vanderbilt University. I didn't have the test scores to go to Vanderbilt University. But I've been anchored down for a long time, and Darren knows that. I'm passionate about Vanderbilt sports, and especially this basketball team. Now, um, I want to kind of tell you my Jerry Stackhouse story on kind of how I got to know him, if I could. Um, 
you know, in one ways that I've gotten to, for instance, uh, I got very close to Derek Mason. Okay. When he was our football coach, Derek Mason was my, my dude. Um, I go to the coaches' shows. You know, they don't really have them anymore. They have what they call a Commodore Hour. Uh, it's a little different. I do think people can go. I have not been to it. But anyway, so when Jerry it was during his first season, you know, at the show one night, I went up during one of the breaks and, and, and introduced him, myself to him and – I took a little uh, present to him. I announced to y'all, which you didn't know yesterday, Darren, that I followed Carolina basketball, you know, since the late 70s. So I followed Jerry, you know, in North Carolina. Jerry Stackhouse was the man. I mean, Jerry Stackhouse won a national championship his freshman year at North Carolina and then went on to play in the NBA for a long time, like you said. But he signed my North Carolina, a North Carolina T-shirt that I have. Jerry Stackhouse, number 42, go heels, anchor down. And I've still got the T-shirt. Um, here's, I, I, to a point, I do agree with you, Darren. I don't think, as you say, I don't think he's a ball roller. I, 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 I agree with that. Um the thing, let, let's go to, you know, uh, to tonight uh, in Baton Rouge. The only problem, you know, a real problem that to me in that basketball game, and a lot of Vanderbilt fans were, you know, curious. Maybe, I'll be honest, I was scared. LSU had nothing to lose. Vanderbilt had everything to lose. They're favored. They're on a five-game win streak. LSU's on a 14-game losing streak, 13, whatever it was, 13-14. You know, Vandy started out pretty good, and we're up by five points, but all of a sudden, you know, LSU goes on a 15-to-nothing run, and Justin, I think you said this yesterday, you know, they basically start making everything they look at, and when it was all said and done, you know, they've got a guy that ends up with 35 points and 16 rebounds. But back to this stretch that I'm referring to, you know, they go on a 15 to nothing run from 18 to 13 Vandy to 28-18 LSU. And I think that's where we lost the basketball game because, um, you know, we were fighting an uphill battle the rest of the night. Vanderbilt actually shot 60% in the second half. Pretty good. And, and – and still lost because LSU couldn't miss. And, um, yes, Jerry Stackhouse needs to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, I guess I'm talking more to you, Darren, when I say from 2007 to 2012, Kevin Stallings made the NCAA tournament five out of six years. That should be the standard. Vanderbilt should be that's that Vanderbilt should be in the conversation, in my opinion, every year for the NCAA tournament. Maybe sometimes you're gonna be on the bus. The problem, you know, there was, you know, several of those years we were a high seed, as high as a four seed, and Kevin Stallings would be so uptight that his his 
players would play up tight, and I think twice we lost, you know, at the buzzer in the uh, in the first round. But that 2012 team specifically, that was a heck of a basketball team. As you said, Darren, we had some dudes. We had five seniors. We had Festus Azili, Jeffrey Taylor, you know, uh, right on down the line. And John Jenkins. Right. And uh, I, yes, Jerry, I, I don't know. This is what I do know. Jerry Stackhouse, I think, was given a six-year contract when he took this job. So he's got two years on the original deal. I don't know about this extension. Uh, but, yes, Jerry Stackhouse needs to make the NCAA tournament. And if he does not make the NCAA tournament, you know, fairly soon, let's say, you know, maybe even next year, then maybe maybe it's time, you know, to go in a different direction because I think Chancellor Deermeyer, and I've not met this man, uh, but I do think he wants to win. I do think he cares about sports. Darren, you know, for years we've had chancellors over oh, there that gosh. did not I know. that yes. did, did not give no. a rip no. about sports. hundred uh, percent. I, I think Deermeyer does. I and I agree and, with that, Clay. I do. I agree, and that's a good thing. But you know, I, I didn't mean to get off on that. I just I no. that cracked me up the whole logo. I mean, it's it's irrelevant really to this conversation. But look, I I hope he is on board. I and it sounds like he is, and he wants to win. I just what we're trying to figure out going off Tony's question is then why isn't Jerry's then why haven't they been able to break through and get to the NCAA tournament? I mean, sixty eight teams get into the NCAA tournament, and you're in the SEC. Why haven't they been able to do it? Yeah, um, real quick, and then I'll get off here. I know we're going to be up against the break soon. We've got a kid from Good Pasture coming, uh, Isaiah West, I think, I believe is his name. Is that, isn't that correct? A guard for next year? Don't know. Don't know, Clay. I, that's, that's what I think. And he's at Good Pasture. And from what I'm told, don't know who recruited him, don't know who the main recruiter on this staff is. But Jerry Stackhouse has never been to see this kid play, and he's 15 minutes up from campus. I'm just telling you what I've been told. Um, That's not a slam on Jerry. That is not a slam on Jerry. But Jerry Stackhouse needs to make the NCAA tournament. Thanks for taking my call. All right, thank you, Clay. Appreciate it. I mean, you know, if that's true, then I don't know. I can't even really comment because I don't know the kid. So I I don't know who the player is he's talking about. But to me, it seems like that is the missing ingredient, right? And whenever you have a Jerry Stackhouse name and you're in the SEC and you're in the most attractive market in the conference – you shouldn't have to be begging people to come play. And I get it. You you brought up the there is an element in play that nobody else has to deal with, mm-hmm. and that is getting in. I, I got it. I, I'm fully aware of it. And that is that is a real thing. But there's a heck of a lot of good basketball players all around this country, and more importantly, all within like a four-hour radius of this market that you can go track down that can do both. Mm-hmm. They can play at a high level, and they can get into Vanderbilt. And that's what they need to do, in my opinion. Because, again, you don't need 10. 
One, two, two, three, let's say four. Those three guys can yeah. change your whole program. Let's they stick can. with three okay. as our number. Three guys can change your whole program. Yeah. That's it. Three. You got to find three. Yeah. But you got to find them and you got to make sure they don't end up at wherever else. Right. And I get it. Georgia Everybody Tech, else is looking Stanford, for them too. Duke. Yeah. yeah. So that, that to me is the missing ingredient. But yeah. I think he can coach. I think he can get it done, but he's also got to prove it at this point. Oh, yeah. Right? Got to get busy. All right. That's going to do it for this hour. We'll come back. Forever Titan. Chris Sanders. He played at the Ohio State. We'll kick off hour number two of the McFarland Show with him next. ABC News, I'm Marina Roy. New filings in the investigation into the January 6th attack and efforts to overturn the presidential election. ABC News has learned special counsel Jack Smith filed a motion with a federal judge to compel testimony from former Vice President Mike Pence. That filing follows an executive privilege challenge to Smith's grand jury subpoena from former President Trump's legal team. The judge is expected to ask attorneys from both sides to file responses to that special counsel request, which could take weeks or until the judge renders a decision. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Ukraine is marking one year since Russia launched a full-scale invasion with remembrances, but residents are also on alert for new airstrikes by Russia as the war enters a second year. Parts of Southern California are bracing for more snow. In Los Angeles, it includes a blizzard warning for mountain areas, the first since 1989. The Midwest is digging out from heavy snow. Power remains out for more than 700,000 in Michigan. This is ABC News. Hello there, my name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. Better Business Bureau and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long 
long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour, McFarland Show, live, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Darren and Justin here with you. You can watch us live every day, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Currently, I don't have a shirt on. I'm flexing. Can you see? I can see it. No, it's a lie. Okay. I'm wearing a white sweatshirt, so you probably wouldn't know. You're like, man, you need to get out in the sun. It's well, true. I know. do. I'm probably this white. I'm very chalky. Well, you're going to spend a lot of time in the sun coming up here. I, I am. That is true. And I started. It's, it's coming. Well, I did start last night because it was actually it gets dark. So yeah. it's under the lights. So you're right. I'll try to work. Get that base tan coming up soon. Let's bring in forever Titan wide receiver Chris Sanders. Chris, what's going on? Okay. First time out. Time out. Did you, did you just say you had a tank top at the bowling alley? I said I had no shirt on because I'm oh, wearing a oh. I'm wearing a white okay, sweatshirt, gotta, so you wouldn't know. Okay, I just got nauseated. Yeah, I know, I know. Thanks. <laughs> How you doing, man? You doing all right? Are you on Twitter anymore? What's the deal with your Twitter account? I, I never was on Twitter. I mean, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out MySpace. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Can you give us the times and get a Twitter account, or do you just not I, want one? I, I don't want to get one. I already got to mess with Facebook and Instagram, and I put stuff on there. You know, in the morning, so I just don't want to, you know, do another. I should, but I'm still still trying to figure out MySpace. I promise you. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, okay. Okay. First of all, before we start, man, I'm upset at you. You know, you know what I'm upset about. Oh. <laughs> what are you? Is, first what of all, you, you text about? me. You text me and you call me Kevin Dyson. I mean, Yay. I know. I, I I know he has more hair than me. Yay. And my hairline, my hairline's back far, but. <laughs> To call me Kevin Dyson, That's it, it breaks my heart. I'm, I'm prettier than Kevin Dyson. That's all I need to say. <laughs> oh, you threw some shade at yeah. Dr. Dyson. Ooh. Ooh. Did you just yeah, throw like, shade like, at Dr. Ooh. Dyson? Yeah, I mean, he, that's like Gary Coleman and Denzel Washington. It doesn't mix. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are two different people there, Chris. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. I see what you're saying, man. That's two different people for sure. Thank you. Somebody cares here. Thank you. <laughs> I see it, man. I did. I did go, hey, Kevin Dyson, you want to come on the show today? <laughs> Honestly, Chris is such a good guy. Most people wouldn't even respond to me. They just would ignore the text. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there. I, knew, I knew you would. Wow. So we always have fun. That's what makes this fun. I, I actually yes, sir. learned sure. something today, and Uh-oh. I haven't even shared this on the air yet. I learned that the horseshoe where you played your collegiate football okay. is not winterized. Let me explain. 
what? Yes. Is not winterized. In other words, that building and the piping is so old at that structure. It's old. It when, is old. So, but it, it's going to cost like eight to ten million replacing yeah. the pipes. Yeah, in other words, what old, I learned, man. Chris, when you played in cold <laughs> games, they have to go around before that Saturday contest and turn on all the faucets. I, I can't make this Are up. You, oh, I got this on good authority. <laughs> hey. I, I, I'm speechless. I mean, doesn't I mean, your school have the it, money to get new pipes? I mean, that's just another way to be Michigan. I mean, that, that's, 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 that's <laughs> all. I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we lost two times in a row, so we got to figure out a way to 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 to, to try to uh, to try to beat Michigan. So, I mean, I, it's weird that you say that because I never knew that because I was paying attention to playing football. But that is amazing that you even found that out. In Did you tw- Google that or something? In twenty, no, I got this. Uh, I got this from a reliable source. That is, uh, but you, they. They needed to build a, a whole new stadium, but I, I think the reason why they're not going to build a whole new stadium is because of the tradition of the horseshoe. Well, I guess the question would be, they probably wouldn't want to change the site, right? So where do you do a- it? Absolutely. Right? So how how do you do that? You you can't you can't go play in a temporary home, right? So I guess <laughs> right, I know logistically it's probably a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think they're just going to have to figure out a way to fix it. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know where they're going to play. But whatever it is, they're not going to just change the whole location and change so many things. They're going to put eight to $10 million in fixing the pipes. But so that's, the that's biggest college in the country I know. in this football Why? powerhouse. Why you got to rub it in like that? They can't. They have to go around the stadium yeah. in November, but, December, turn the faucets on so everything but, doesn't freeze. But see, you just got to ease into it. You, you got to just say, well, it just happened at Ohio State. You said the biggest, the baddest team in the universe doesn't doesn't have is not winterized. I, I, I mean, well, I, I didn't say the team. I said the the biggest. They are the I biggest mean, college the, in the country, are they not? They they are. They are. I mean, yeah. it's the, the number one team in the country, hands down. Yeah, you keep saying team. I, I was saying the school. You keep. I saying mean, the team. school. Yeah, yeah. The, He's talking about enrollment the there. Yeah, enrollment. <laughs> You keep going to the team, and I keep going. He's to the just team. talking about enrollment. That's all he's trying to talk about. <laughs> oh, Mr. McFarland, I'm coming to get you, man. Which the one, other Which one? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> the, the other McFarland. <laughs> all right, Robert Woods oh, yeah. was released. Yes. yes, he tweeted out, and you didn't see it because you're oh, not on Twitter. He tweeted out that he's free. Ooh. Now, mm-hmm. the question I was raising the other day was, does that mean that's the contract he's willing to sign moving forward, a free contract? That's nah, his salary? Nah. Is that he's free of this offense? Is that free? Justin said, that's the other McFarland, that he's free <laughs> of his contract. What do you mean? What do you think Robert Woods meant that he's free? I think that that it has a boil down to because you know when you, when you're dealing with Mike Verb and I say this in all respect that every it's like you can't have fun. I mean, it's only a certain way you have fun. And you got to be zoned in at every at every moment. I think sometimes, as opposed to them guys being notable as football players and this and that, they're like every like everything's got to be in a row and everything's got to be perfect and we got to speak the same mindset. And and sometimes the fun is taken out of it. I mean, look at some of some of some of the interviews, and look at some of the things that that that, that Robert Woods does in some of his interviews. Is sometimes he wasn't happy. 
You can just look on his face. Body language tells you absolutely everything. Yeah, he said the right things. Yes, it was protocol. Yes, it was all this. But in actuality, I just don't think he was having any fun because everything was so, yeah, you want to be systematic, but you still want to have fun. And I just think that he is saying, I did not have any fun. You can see it written all over his face. Okay, expound on that because I'm not sure what that means. I, I don't. Are you saying okay. because Mike Vrabel is very businesslike? Because I would say, it's, well, how right. much fun That's, did they have in New England for 20 years under Bill Belichick? Right, but they right, won. Right, right. Yeah, I mean they are. But but have you noticed some of the guys that come out of there? I understand. They're they're, yeah. they're miserable. But and I, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying this in a respectful way. But like when we when we had Jeff Fisher, and I'm, I'm not comparing Jeff Fisher to Mike Vrabel, two totally two different coaches. But we had guys that had fun. We did things that were fun, but we still got our work done. And I think sometimes with Mike Vrabel, and I say this respectfully, and I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but it's more like it's more like, like military style. Everybody speaks the same language. Everybody has to be on task, which you should be, but have fun doing that. And I just think that if you look at some of the guys that are playing for Mike Vrabel, and I say this in a respectful way, a lot of times they wasn't having fun. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you think – do you think Taylor Lewan's going to continue playing or do you think that's it? I, I, I think he's done, you know, and, and, and especially with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, it's, you just kind of look at the situation. Yes, he played nine years. Yes, he had three Pro Bowls, but he wasn't available to actually be on the field. So I just kind of think that, you know, he's saying that he's not. if he doesn't play for the Tennessee Titans, then he's probably going to hang it up. I, I just don't think he wants to go anywhere. I mean, he's got a lot going for him off the field. I know he's got busting with the boys and been on TV and all those great things, but I just think that if he doesn't want to play for the Tennessee Times, I think he's going to basically hang it up and, and do his career in, in podcasting, whatever stuff that he does. Okay, I, I'm going to throw this out as a disclaimer. Sure, okay? sure. Because I, I realize that it's probably from a younger generation, and that's fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong sure. with that. But sure. there's a reason I'm going to ask you this, because I have saw this week after – he was released, you know. Oh, but uh, yeah, he was the—he's the best left tackle this franchise has ever had. And I'm like, um, no, 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 um, no, sir. Let's, ooh, let's ooh. slow down. Yeah, slow, no. whoa, 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 that prisoner whoa, whoa. of the moment. Exactly. It's your, you're probably no. Evelyn, no, don't get mad. It's you're probably <laughs> like no. He was not. That. No. So no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no. asking you because I'm sure. The guy you played with, you're, you're, and that's where I would go, right? I mean, B-Hop was the best left tackle we've ever no, seen. No, right? 100%. 1,000%. And, uh, and I respect Taylor DeWan. I respect his game. But can I say this in a respectful way? And, say and I'm it. Careful when Just I say, say it, man. You're free it to is. say whatever you want. You're free to some, say some, whatever some, you want. Free like have, Robert Woods, man. You free like, like Robert Woods. When, 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 when B-Hop said he's going to run through your face or he's going to hit you in the mouth, <laughs> He's going to do that. He's going to run through your lips. That's exactly what he's going to do. And I think sometimes that Taylor Lewan is pretending. And, and the reason why I say that he's pretending is because a lot of it is a whole bunch of talking, and, and it's the tough guy role. But then when somebody hits him in his mouth, then he, he kind of he kind of like, okay, I don't want that. And, I, and I'm saying that in a respectful way. I respect his game. But – when B-Hop was on the field, he didn't do a lot of talking. He just was run through your face. And I think that with Taylor Dewan, there's more of a lot of talking than a lot of doing. And, you know, I remember, you know, um, 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 was it, uh, what's his name? The coach for the Tennessee Titans, the running back coach, Smith. And uh, he would always say this, don't talk about it, be about it. 
And I think sometimes that LaJuan is a lot of talking about it, but not being about it. And I say that in a respectful way. I, I think what you just said was, I call it fake tough. Yeah, that's fake tough. It's kind of like the guy that, that's cheering before the game and rallying everybody up, but then he's on the sidelines. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't. This is just me, and, I, and I'll be tigers. careful when I say this. And I, I yeah, I, I don't, I don't like all that tough talk and you know, you know, pushing guys after the whistle and hitting people in the face after the whistle. Be a tough guy in between the whistles. B Hop was a tough guy between the whistles. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, you're tough when somebody's standing beside the pile and you, you run through their face. That's, listen, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a guy that's going to line up between the lines, hit you in the face, pick you up, and say, I'm coming back at you to the next play. I'm not, a tough guy is not a guy saying, you know what, I'm standing by the pile, the play's over, then I run to hit you. Man, go on with that. Okay, here's the one that's interesting. Last thing on my end. So here's the one that I think is a better one because I, I think we all would – we were going to agree, like, there's no doubt Brad was better than, oh, than Taylor. Oh, absolutely, 1,000%. But, here's the, but here about the guy after B-Hop, though, Michael Roos. Michael Roos. So oh, ooh, yeah. Where where do you think, is it Roos or is it Taylor? Who's number two? I I, I would go with Roos. Me too. Uh, yeah, and and, and uh, the reason why I would say this, number one, he was he was always on the field. And he wasn't he wasn't pretending to be tough. He was actually tough. And I'm not saying LaJuan is pretending to be tough. I just think that all the antics and all the hitting after the whistle, that's not being tough. Being tough is fighting between the lines. And when you fight between the lines, when I say fight, that means you're giving it everything you got. Fighting is not, okay, you're running down the field, the play's over, and I come and hit you in the mouth. That's, that's not football. I think a lot of people saying that, you know, this guy is the greatest, is the greatest, is the greatest, this, greatest, Stop that. It. Stop it. I, I no. think maybe – they should pause and think about how many of these people at this position have they actually seen before you make that, comments about saying. the greatest of whatever that particular thing is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I know you agree, <laughs> agree with that about how that's good. Chris, I'm on this website that uh, you probably have never heard of. It's called NFLCombineResults.com. Okay, okay. And they scroll all the way back, Chris. I'm talking about since the first year of the combine in 1987, and I, I'm looking at the profile of this wide oh receiver God. from Ohio State. Um, oh my gosh! And it has a name that sounds a lot like yours. Uh, and his draft class was 95. Wasn't that the year you were drafted, Chris? Yeah. Does that dude look like Charlie Murphy? Well, you know they don't. They don't have a picture here, Chris. <laughs> You know, they just got, you know, other yeah. things. So wow. so listen now, Chris. They're they're saying interesting things. Like, uh -oh, you know, what they say? well, you know, they said his his height was they say 72.3 inches on the what height. Is that? I don't know, but that's what it says. It says you're 100 <laughs> it said it was 184 pounds at the time. That was true, true, true. Arm length was uh, 32 inches. Okay, true. Hand size 8.75 inches. True. Okay. It says your 40 time was 4.54. Get up out of here. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's Get up. Hey, I don't say bad words, but you almost made me cuss. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding, Chris. No. I'm looking no, right at no, it. No, okay? no, no, I can pass the computer okay. to your friend Darren, at, and he at, can at, verify at, for at, me. But at, that's what it says. At the, at, I'm, yeah. No, at the combine, I ran, I think I ran 439. 
at my individual workouts, I ran four two three. Mm. At and then we then after my rookie season, at Steve Watterson, he taped the he timed us in the forty in wet grass. I ran four two three. I'm calling Roger Goodell right now. <laughs> That's who I'm calling. I'm calling that Joker right now. Say, how dare you put me at, at a four five? It got you a four five four, and uh, no. It says your twenty yard split was two point nine, and then your ten yard split was one point six. I don't know, but I know it combined into a, it should have been a four three. And it's not giving you credit for that. Okay, okay what did they say? My, what did they say my vertical jump was? Hold on, hold on. I got to scroll down to get to that uh, that category because it did have that here. Oh, and I'm just see. I'm just missing it here. Hold on, Chris. As we're looking no, at you're it, good. looking at it. here we go. Uh, vertical jump. It says your event score uh, 38, 38 inches. That's wrong again. Darn gummit Goodell or who's the other guy? Uh, who, who, where did this come from? Guy? Where did this come from? It comes from this website know. called NFL Combine no, Results. No, that's wrong. Com. Now mm. this is what it says vertical. here. As I pass it over to my good friend and colleague Darren McFarlane, who's going to grab his glasses and take a good look at it there about what he says. But but while Darren takes a look at this, Chris, to yeah. verify. By, by the way, this is a workout picking up Justin's computer. It's like an eighty-three inch television. It's, it's a big. Listen, I wanted a big TV. My I, a big, gosh. a big computer. I did. Now, Chris, the old Apple computer. No, no, no. Well, almost, almost. With, with the floppy it's, disk, if it's, you touch it, it's a small. Everything. It's a small desktop. So, I wanted to ask you your combine experience, sir. Yes. Uh, yes. You know what? Uh, how did that go for you in Indianapolis? I know there's been a lot of talk about getting rid of the combine yes. and moving. Are you in favor as somebody who's been through it? Um, are you in yes. favor of that? I am in favor because it helped me out tremendously. And, and I, got, I got one story that really helped me. Was, I don't know if you remember Westbrook that used to play for Colorado. Uh, uh, Michael Westbrook? Big, Michael Westbrook yeah, Michael went on Westbrook. to the Redskins. He, yes, he was in my group. And when he first saw me, he started mocking the way I walk in front of everybody. He was like, oh, look at this guy. He's funny. So it prompted me to where I'm, I looked at him. I said, I'm going to. I was kind of nervous because he swole. I said, I'm going to kick your butt in, in, in every drill that we do. So we took it as we had a competition between each other. We ran the 40. We ran. We did the, we did the, the three-cone drill, and we were competing against, it, competing against each other. And afterwards, you know, after we got done, because he'll beat me in a drill and I'll beat him in a drill, we came to a conclusion that both of us was real, man. That, I mean, it, when I tell you, when I went to the, uh, the the combine, it was supposed to be a fun experience. When I tell you, in my group, when I had Westbrook in my group, it was intense. All because he laughed the way I walked. Hmm. And I'm still, I'm still mad at that dude. I think he went on to. Didn't he? Wasn't he like fighting after his career? Was yeah, he an MMA, MMA fighter? That's why. Yeah, that's why. Just don't let him hear this. This interview that I'm mad at him. <laughs> so don't let don't let him know that. Just let this go because no, he's actually a black belt in uh, karate for real. Jeez. Yeah. So that's, that's why. Please don't guys. let him hear this. He don't also this fought order. a teammate in. Yeah, from from yeah. Washington Redskins, yes, yes, and he, he and he sued him. Yeah. So. Oh boy. I, I love Westbrook. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like. Sounds like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, last thing, yes, uh, sure. Chris, here. Um, okay, you're not in favor of, of, the, of the combine here. Then, then what is the better way to you to scout players and find out exactly what, what kind of players you're looking at uh, while trying to get drafted into the NFL if it's not gathering everyone, yeah. else, uh, gathering everyone at an underwear show in Indianapolis? Yeah. I think it's the, it's the individual workouts. 
and, and I'm going to tell you why. There was there was a linebacker on our team that really didn't play that much until his senior year. His name was Preston. And uh, he was about, what, about 6'4", you know, 260, and he really didn't play that much. So we get into the individual workouts, and as as him being a big linebacker like that, I think he ran 4'4", four, 2", four, or something like that, and got drafted in the first round. Because the thing about it is, you know, when you have a general manager, the head coach, they get a, a, a real good view of what they want, and they get a good view of can this, this guy help your team because they're looking at you five feet away from you. At the combine, they're in the stadium, and they're talking and eating popcorn, and they, and they, they got other guys to look at it, but when you get to the individual workouts, that's when guys start jockeying in for position. And when I had my individual workouts, when I ran four, two, three, and I, I caught the ball well, I ran, you know, great routes, that propelled me to get drafted in the third round because at the beginning of the season, I wasn't even on nobody's draft board. Nobody even knew who I was. But once after I had my individual workout, I solidified myself by being one of the top receivers. Outstanding. Chris, really enjoyed it as always. Appreciate you, man. Um, Can I come on every week? Sure, we'd love to have you. We go, we go, I'm going to call somebody see if we can get this uh, the score changed here, Chris. This uh, this forty time. Get your measurements because it's got changed. you. It's got you down four five four it solid. It's it right does. here. My hairline went back a little further for y'all just saying that. <laughs> you have a good weekend, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Hey, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. A prominent college baseball coach has been suspended this weekend. Uh We'll tell you who we're talking about. The Chiefs have a new OC. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you about that. A lot more coming here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pi customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pi Insurance. We heard about Pi Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pi a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance see how much you can save at iwantpie.com plus when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing your premium is based on your actual payroll not an estimate so your workers comp audit experience is simplified we saved about 30 percent off of our workers comp insurance when we switched to pie it's as easy as pie to get the savings you deserve what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. He did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. We got Vandy baseball coming up pregame at 415. Vanderbilt hosting UCLA this weekend. Big, that's a big weekend series. In yes, February. it is. Yes, so, it is. Vandy baseball here on these airwaves. Here coming up shortly. Speaking of that, Tennessee is hosting Dayton this weekend in Knoxville, and they will be mm. without their head coach Tony Vitello, who's been suspended for the series because I don't know. This is literally just coming out. Okay. It says more updates will be provided as they become available. Okay. So stop there. They have a shortstop who's still ineligible uh, to play five games into the season after transferring from Kansas in the offseason. Vitello didn't have a specific update on him after the win over Alabama A&M. So I don't have... I don't know why. Don't know why. Okay. Just says this is on Go Vols twenty four seven. Breaking news: Tony Vitello suspended for the Vols series against Dayton. Hmm. Okay. So we'll we'll try to get some more details about what happened with that because uh, clearly something happened there uh, that somebody was because it didn't say suspended by who suspended by the school suspended by the SEC suspended by you know just suspended just. Details coming. Okay. So, I mean, I don't, it's literally just breaking. So, I I don't know. Obviously, we'll get into that with Vince on Monday, right? Absolutely. So, I'm trying. I'm, I'm digging around here myself here to see what we can get. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah. Same thing, Darren. Same. I'm seeing the same stuff okay. here. I've, Details to. Yeah. To you know, something within the last three minutes uh, just came out, but all I said is soon. Mm-hmm. But it didn't give a detail here. But I'll keep going. Six one five eight four four 
5600 is how you can get in touch with us. Good stuff there from Chris Sanders. Let's go to Nate. Nate, you're up next. Welcome in. Hey, while I was on uh, hold for coming on, were y'all discussing something about a current uh, Tennessee player named Tony Vitello? It was also said in the story that they're waiting to see, I guess, if that a kid who transferred, a shortstop who transferred from Kansas still hasn't seen the field yet, and I guess Tony Vitello is getting peppered on when he's going to be eligible to play. And so that was a part of the um, the article. Well, I yeah, to. well on, on an article that I'm seeing here, it's uh, possible tampering. Hmm. Okay, I don't know anything about that's it, so a, I'm not going to. That's a heavy I, I mean, I was just, I, I was just calling to let yeah. y'all know what I was seeing. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, here, that, I was. Try- I'm sorry. I was just going to say we'll obviously get into this hot and heavy Monday with Vince because he'll have details. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But hey, y'all, it's always a great interview with uh, Chris Sanders. He's got talking about a per- someone with personality. He needed to play in the NHL, so we have more personality in that league. <laughs> okay. You don't think there's enough personality in the NHL? Apparently not. Guess well, not. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, you know, PK Subban, and uh, maybe a maybe a few other guys. But I mean, it's 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 coming. You know, it, it's coming up than you know what it used to be. Obviously, but it's uh, the NFL is different. Definitely a different animal. Uh, I mean, they're not in the headlines as much, but I, I think honestly, my You'll hear this in the, the new podcast that just dropped. That I, I think that was one of the things that I enjoyed about the NHL. What drew me in is they're just really down-to-earth guys. And as I said, they're not, it doesn't mean they're all saints and they're all perfect because obviously they have their, you know, their, their guys that get in trouble. But, and I'm not saying that the other sports don't have good guys in locker rooms either. I'm not saying that. I'm saying one of the draws for me – is they're they're just really humble guys. I mean, most of them that you meet, they're just really down to earth, humble guys. So if you're looking for headlines because of all this outlandish things they do on social media or whatever, yeah, they they can't hold a candle to the NBA. I mean, the well, NBA not, they're, they're they're always making news, and a lot of it's not for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, I don't think I'm mainly talking about on social media and everything, but Chris Sanders, he's just a very outgoing person. Oh, yeah. He's always been like that. Always. Yeah. It it always depends on which situation you're in because you always talk about how Shea Weber used to just light up when you were talking about baseball, but once you put a microphone in front of his face, he kind of shut down and, you know, gave the typical athlete answers. Oh, if you put the microphone on and talked hockey – then he was going to shut down. If I talked yeah, fantasy yeah. baseball or baseball or dogs or kids or stuff like that with him, with a recorder, yeah. he'll talk. But the minute we start talking hockey, yeah, you, that yeah. interview is going to be short. And, and I guess it and I guess it just kind of depends on what setting you're in because obviously during Smashville Live, the players come out of their show a little yep. more. Yep. But we don't get the same amount of – interaction with them obviously as you did when you were covering the team so i guess it's just you know outside versus inside perspectives yeah fair enough so but 
Y'all have a great day, guys. Thank you, have Nate. a great weekend. You too. All right, Nate. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know about the other, uh, but like I said, we'll get into it with Vince on the Tennessee baseball side. Yeah. I feel bad for him, by the way. I don't think I mentioned this on the air. I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't. Uh, he was set to go down this week, the women's softball team, which has traditionally always been really, really good. Right? Okay. okay. Um, they were playing in a tournament down in Tampa, and he was supposed to go down there with them and call it for the Vol Network, and he got COVID. Oh. You know, he's from Tampa. That's the reason I'm bringing it. He, he was really excited because he gets to go to his hometown. Is he Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. I've been talking to him throughout yeah. the course of the week. He's just bummed. He's just bummed yeah. that oh, he, yeah. he did. He wasn't able to make the trip. Yeah, no. So that, he's been stinks. sitting at home all week. Yeah, that's bored stinks. out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I, I went through it. You know, where I was stuck, basically stuck in my room for you know, I think it was seven days, about a week. Yeah, just you know, having meals delivered to you like you know you're in prison essentially, and you know just. Waiting for the the only reason I could leave is to go get tested. You know, I was going to get tested and then coming straight back home and, you know, double masked right back to the room, shut the door. I, I can tell you I'll never forget when I got my tesitive, tesitive post. Yeah. My positive test. The reason I'll always remember, because it was at halftime of the Chiefs-Bucks Super Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. That's when. I, that's why I always remember. Okay. When Tom Brady won with the Bucks. Jeez. It was at halftime. What a time. I know. But Figure I. Figure that out. I already. Got, I. I kind of knew. That's the reason I went and got tested because I was like, I think I got. Yeah. You like think the symptoms. This is want. remember. This is how long ago? That's three years ago. Or whatever. Yeah. It's a little while ago. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's how I knew that. Uh, Eric. Eric. Matt Nagy has been named the new OC at Kansas City, which is interesting because Matt Nagy was tossed around a lot for here, right? Yes. That was uh, a lot of the talk of, well, what about Matt Nagy here? Well, he has taken over. I don't think there's any surprise about that, that uh, he is going to now be moved up from the quarterback's coach to OC in Kansas City. Matt Nagy, former head coach. Believe it or not, there are 16 – and this is crazy – 16 new OC jobs. So half the league yeah. replaced their offensive coordinators. Yeah. Half. Yeah. Now, Matt Nagy moved up because Eric Bieniemy went to Washington. Yes, Washington so Press Conference. He is – yeah, in fact, that was – was that today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy sworn in as the new commander's offensive coordinator. And assistant head coach. And assistant head coach. Total control over the entire offensive staff. With Ron Rivera. Yes. So you've got Bienemy in Washington. Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. took the OC post with the Patriots. Thomas Brown in Carolina. Nathaniel Hackett with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Todd Munkin with the Ravens. Bobby Slowick with the Texans. Hmm. Kellen Moore, remember, sure. left Dallas, is now with the Chargers. Yes. Brian Schottenheimer with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's who replaced... Kellen Moore. Marty's son. Mike LaFleur, not Matt. Mike, yes. don't call me Matt. Mike LaFleur with the Rams. So okay. he, ironically, yeah. Yeah. Matt, yeah. his brother, yeah. was the OC with the Rams. Favor ain't fair. Tim Kelly here. Dave Canales with the Buccaneers. Okay. Drew 
Petzing with the Cardinals. Matt Nagy with the Chiefs, as we just talked about. Jim mm-hmm. Bob Cooter mm-hmm. that we brought up with the Colts. And there's still two openings, Broncos and Eagles. So Sean Payton uh, hasn't named his hmm, OC. Hmm. And the Eagles haven't named their replacement yet. Hmm. That Sean Payton not naming an OC is a little interesting. Is it, though? Don't well, you kind of feel like he's like McVay? Yeah, but that's what makes it interesting to me, is that he doesn't exactly need an OC, but he's yet to actually you know name a guy. You know, He's got to have somebody in, in mind, or you know, maybe he just won't do it. Maybe he'll just do it himself uh, with that. But you know, that, that is interesting. Um, and I'm not sure we've ever seen a trend like this where half the OCs were let go, and not the coaches, but the actual offensive coordinators were in such flux. But I think it just goes to show where the league is right now as far as what they think about what the priority is. It's clearly the offense, and they want to get brand-new offensive ideas in the building to go with whatever personnel they may have. I agree with that. By the way, Tennessee Athletics has just released a statement. All right, let's do it. You want to hear it? Yes. The university and Coach Vitello are working collaboratively with the NCAA to address a violation in the program. Mm -hmm. Coach Vitello will be suspended for this weekend's series with Josh Elander serving as the acting head coach. Elander, I guess Elander. And we will provide an update on Monday. Coach Vitello has acknowledged his mistake and accepted full responsibility we appreciate his cooperation in the process and his dedication to do right by the student-athletes in the Tennessee baseball program. NCAA bylaws prohibit additional comment or details. The university will continue to emphasize to all staff the imperative of leading with honesty and integrity. Ooh, well, you know, this is uh – this is a problem for 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 the for not just the baseball program, but I think given what happened with Josh Pruitt a few years ago, it Jeremy Jeremy, excuse me, Josh Pruitt, my bad, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, a few years ago that I, I you know, it, it now says something about the overall culture, perhaps at the University of Tennessee. Period. Uh, that something like this would pop up again, even though we are still short on details about exactly what happened in these cases but before another coach should be suspended for something in this neighborhood is not a good thing i've got some thoughts on it i'll share it on the other side okay we'll come back more of the mcfarland show next here on nashville sports radio hey you know it's a leap year right no the next leap year isn't until 2024 nope it's this year i can prove it here play this new instant game from the tennessee lottery uh okay I won. See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
And now, Habit Inspected Property Solutions is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. This message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Habit Inspected Property Solutions. For residential home inspections, radon and air quality testing, or mold and thermal imaging, give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113. That's 615-527-8113. Habit Inspected Property Solutions. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Grizz Nation. Don't miss your Grizzlies Saturday at 7 as they take on reigning MVP Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets for Varsity Spirit Night. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. The first 5,000 fans get a free Grizz Girl poster. Get hyped, get ready for a ball, and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or online at grizzlies.com. From your home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. You heard that Grizzlies promo. Well, they gagged a game away last yeah, night. Holy moly. Gag City. That should be the new. Don't do that. No, no I'm, I'm just saying they gagged. This is a problem. If yeah. you've been watching this team this season or listening to them on these airwaves, they have lo- they have squandered on the road. They go back and go through the losses where they have been in control for basically the entire game and lose in the final minutes. Yeah. Last night they were in control. I think Philadelphia, when they took the lead with, I don't know, a minute and a half to go or whatever it was, this is the first time they had led since seven to six. Mm. The Lakers game gagged. Mm. I mean, I could go on and on. They've mm. gagged. Look at all those, all those one, two, three point losses on the road. All those games, they were in control for 
eighty to eighty five percent of the game. That last yeah, night was bad. Yeah, but you know, you got to believe that they're they're saving a little juice for the playoffs here because they know they're going. So now it's That's just fine. But I mean, yeah, you gotta I, work, I know you got to close I, out I know, games. I know. I'm just saying, is it a pro? Is this a problem? They they've had real issues closing out games. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it is because. You know, you're going to have to close out good teams right. in the playoffs. Yeah. You're going to have to close out good teams in May. You have to hit those free throws down the stretch in May. You have to find a way to stop runs in May and June. If you want and, – and let's just get to the real with the Grizzlies. The goal for the Grizzlies is to get to the NBA Finals at the very least. That's what everyone believed coming into the season. The goal for the Grizzlies was not to just make the playoffs or get to the Western Conference semis. The goal for the Grizzlies was to come out of the West. At least, and I mean at least, a conference final. Yes. Yes, but even at least. they had already done that before as well. They they want to take that next step, and that is coming out of the West. And by the way, not just the next step for them as a current team, the next step as a franchise. They have never been out of the West. So this is a big, big stretch Probably the biggest stretch of games in their history coming up here over the next you know three to four months. The rest of the season is massive because there are no guarantees in basketball. John Morant is that guy. He's in his prime. He's healthy. You got to make the season count when you have future Hall of Fame guys in their prime. You got to make it count. And yet, and you haven't gotten to that two hundred and fifty million dollar contract yet either. Right? Yes, he did. Did oh, they? they? No, they are. They gave him the max deal. Oh, oh they yeah. gave him the max deal. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought he, got, he was. No, no. I thought he was right there. No, 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 no. He got it last year. Okay. So the statement from Tennessee Athletics: the university and Coach Vitello, Tony Vitello, are working collaboratively with the NCAA to address a violation in the program. Coach Vitello will be suspended for this weekend series. They host Dayton. They will have Josh Elander serve as the acting head coach. They'll have an update. On Monday, what I simply wanted to say, without knowing any details, because we don't know any details. No, they're just saying it's a violation. Okay. What happens, and just in just my first reaction to this, what happens whenever you are out there? When I say out there, like the persona that he's brought onto the program, which is a good thing, right? They have they have been outlandish. They've been out there. They're yeah. in your face. And guess what? It has sold tickets, yep. and it's won a whole lot of baseball games. But it has also been controversial, right? It has. Very controversial. Rubs and Tony Vitello has been thrown out of games, right? And his coaches have been thrown out of games. Yeah. And they don't they don't apologize for any of that, and that's fine. Like I said, it's selling a whole lot of tickets. Their games are sold out. Yes, they are. It is a hard ticket in Knoxville, and they are a winning program. But I'm just saying, when this stuff happens – and when you're out there like that, mm-hmm. the point of this is you don't make a lot of friends. And clearly he doesn't care, and that's fine, right? But when you're not making a lot of friends, also those people that you know say a lot of things behind your back, they're also probably watching, keeping a very careful eye on you as well. Yeah. And this is not the first time this has happened. This no. happens in, in any, every sport. Sports, in every sport. And every personality that's been like Tony Vitello, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, without knowing any details, just my first reaction is, well, 
when you do when you go about your business the way that he does and his staff, which is fine, and his players, which is fine. You you also make a lot of people along the you meet a lot of people along the way that exactly aren't rooting for you either. No. There's a whole lot of people rooting for you, but there's a whole lot of people rooting against yeah. you as well. well rooting for you and to they're fall. looking for anything, yeah. right, to see you fall. Yeah. Right? And they welcome you falling. Yeah. Or are even willing to pick up the phone. Right. <laughs> or willing to pick up the phone. And yes. Said, hey. Have you checked yeah. into Tennessee? May want to look over about Did you you know that player that number, they got or what yeah, number eighty right. five? Right. That guy? Yeah. Yeah. And again, don't know any details. Hopefully we'll have more clarification on Monday. Let's go to Kenny the Bellman. He's called it. Kenny, what's up? Mm-hmm. McFarlane Brothers, how are y'all doing? The legendary Great. Kenny the Mailman. Great. Yes, sir. Fellas, your show is both informative and entertaining. Well, thank I you. like it. Thank you. We try. Darren, you can vouch for me. I'm now 60 years old, so it's been this will be my 50th year this past year that I went to at least one Vandy game and football game and one basketball game. And earlier you had a caller, if you'll remember, call and get very, he was very upset over the results. Do you remember talking? Yes. Okay. Especially for newer people that's moved here. And if you want to go to a game of Vanderbilt, it's great. If you want to pull up for them, don't emotionally invest in them because I'm not talking about the coaches or the players, but if you're a fan, you'll care 90% more than any administrator ever has. You just, you can't give your following and love like most people do for their college teams to Vanderbilt because the uh, intellectual investment just didn't there. They did not care as much as the average fan, and especially now that they're getting huge loot. We're talking what? <laughs> 20, $25 million a year. For just being in the conference, you don't have to do it. Hold on, Kenny. What was the number you just threw out? Is it up to what? In the 30s now? Oh, 30s? Kenny. No. They're they're approaching 100 million. Hey, a year? Yes. (laughs) Well, see, that's how little I've invested. (laughs) Oh, the number is. I tell them where I'm at. I go over there, you know, maybe for entertainment purposes. Take, you know, my son always likes going to a game. No, you can't invest like, yeah, this is my team. This is my life. Here we go. Wait till so Oklahoma and Texas it. get to the conference. Woo. Hey, Darren, am I lying? No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, sadly, okay. you're am not. I de- sadly, am I you're dead not. on? Sadly, uh, most of that is dead on. Yep. Yeah. Do you realize I've taken a lot of heat from Vandy fans? They, they sort of actually say, do you really – Root for him and go, why would I lie? My wife has nicknamed me Charlie Brown for rooting for him, for goodness sake. <laughs> you know, on the Sunday uh, cartoons, what colors does does Charlie Brown wear? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, even, even with the new administration, Kenny, even with the new chancellor and all of that, you're saying that that is a facade, essentially, because underneath they still don't care. Compared to the conference they're in, they do not care like the other teams do. I see. Absolutely no way Important distinction. I went to LSU's uh, football complex down there. It looked like a Saudi Arabian palace. <laughs> I mean, it was just disgusting. It was. So, have you seen it? No, but I know. I've seen uh, Google that, and you'll look at it, and you'll go, oh, my goodness. The rest of the state could have, like, ate for a year off the money they've spent on that thing. <laughs> 
Listen, y'all have a great day. Thank Charlie you, Brown, I'll call you soon. Have a great weekend, Kenny. Thank Listen, you for the call. I I know I haven't seen the, the facility Kenny's talking about. I've seen the lazy river down there. Yeah. And yes. that told me everything <laughs> I needed to know. I haven't seen the rest of the things that Kenny's talking about. I have seen the pictures and video of the lazy river, you know, that makes the LSNU that runs through the, you know, whatever they've got down there in the student center. For the students, that's not for the athletes. That's just for the students who want to go enjoy themselves in the lazy river at college. Yeah, it makes the Bahamas commercials look silly. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. That that part was I was like, they've got a where? Are you serious? That that was amazing. I think I think there was a lot of truth. I, I I do going back to the previous conversation without knowing, never met him. I don't know, but I hear, I talk to people. Mm-hmm. I I hear that Chancellor Deermeyer does want them to be successful in athletics. That's good. I've had many, many, many conversations with Candace Lee. I believe she wants success in the sports department as well. Of course, she is the AD, so that mm-hmm. makes sense. She should. But look, you know, everybody has to be pulling the rope at the same time. Everybody has to be in unison. Everybody has to be together. And if this person wants it and this person wants it, but that person over there doesn't want it, that person over there doesn't want it as badly. And that person over there could care less. You see the theme I'm going. Yeah. If you're not, all, if everybody's on separate pages, ultimately you're not going to maximize that goal of right trying to change yeah, no. athletics and change everybody's the program. Everybody's got to want to do. Everybody's yeah. got to, and, and you got to be able to. And when you say want, you have to be able to stomach what it takes in today. Yeah. In 2023, as we sit here and laugh mm-hmm. at the lazy river at LSU, and I don't think Vanderbilt has to be no. LSU no, they don't. or Alabama no, they or don't. Georgia or Florida and, and compete with them they when it comes called, to all that stuff. They have been called to be something different, period. Correct. You know, just by the nature of who they are. But I would say overall, just in my dealings in 20-plus years, they tend to miss the boat. A lot on just simple things sometimes. I'm not even talking about the elaborate things. Mm. I'm talking about just communicating with people and just sometimes common sense. Like, hey, really? Yeah, um, well, <laughs> really? They have to make a decision, and we don't know. They have to make a decision about who they want to be athletically and then go all in in that direction, whatever that is. And also acknowledge that there are some things that other facilities and schools within their conference have long done that they did not do. And because of that, they are still nothing to me makes a bigger statement than what, uh, and I'm blanking on the coach's name at the time at Florida, a couple of years ago, uh, the coach before the current coach You're talking about Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen deciding that he was not using the locker rooms uh, facility at Vanderbilt, and he did the entire halftime on the sideline and refused to go into the locker room, is one of the more unique yet stinging insults I can think of. It's embarrassingly bad. That that is that is rough stuff. And to say, yeah, I'd rather my guys be out here on the sideline for the entire 25-30 minute halftime, and I'd rather my guys get dressed on the bus or at the hotel 
and we're just not using your locker room facilities because they're an absolute joke. And is that a little bit of a jerk move? It is. But because everybody else does, why, why are you so special? I, I get that. But it is, it, is it also a, a, a bit of a, a, of a finger in Vanderbilt's eye that he would choose to do that and make a spectacle of the entire thing that everybody's now asking exactly why won't he go into the locker room facilities? That, that, that's got to sting on some level. On some level, when that's you have stay. the endowment of them, you can't. You, you have to prove to people, and a lot of it is optics. Like you have to prove to people you are serious. That words for people like Clay and Kenny and others that have been long time. Frank, yeah, and Smyrna calls it been here a long, long time, long time, long time. Vandy fans, those are words. You use the Charlie Brown reference. Charlie Brown's teacher. That's what. Same old Vandy. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, same When they're old like, Vandy. hey, it's like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, we've, we've heard that spell before. We've seen the renderings yeah. and, all, and, I, and nothing has changed. Proof. Those are words. Actions, not words. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Appreciate all the participation. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy it. We look forward to talking to you Monday morning or Monday afternoon starting at 2 o'clock. Don't forget Vandy Baseball. <laughs> Coming up at 4.15 as they host UCLA.